Welcome to the Maltics NBA show. I'm your host, Matt Chemtrick, joined as always by Squid Anthony Gabriella. How are you doing today, Squid? Uh, I'm a little sad today. That was a devastating loss last night in a game that was very frustrating. Yeah, so I was um, basically, I was watching the election results, watching the Celtics in the background, really, you know, playing some video games. So in the first half, I realized that the Celtics were just, you know, running away, running away with it. At one point, you know, they were up 20 in the third, and I turned it off. I wanted to go watch some, uh, you know, some other shit. You know, you know, that's the end of the game. It was a good win, solid win, a game that we should win. Possibly a preview of the um, of the first round of the match of the uh, of the uh, Eastern playoffs. Then I started seeing the text flood in. Is what's going on? Oh no, another injury. So uh, it ended up being. Would you say that that's the worst loss of the year? I, can't, I mean, I can't imagine there was ever a worse loss. No. That was, yeah, that had to have been the worst loss of the year just because they were up 21 points at the end of the third quarter. And you basically thought we were getting taco time at the Garden, pretty like lackadaisical fourth quarter, whatever, like just turn the game off, put something else on. And all of a sudden, the Celtics went into coast mode and let them right back in. So uh, last two weeks, the, we had two very solid wins against Utah and Portland, you know, a tough loss against the Lakers, whatever. We, um, we had, basically, we lost two in a row now. We had a very tough game against Houston that I would never say a bet is, was a bad loss. It was an extremely hard-fought win. And then we had just the absolute opposite last night. You want to just finish up talking about the Nets game first, and we'll touch, about, uh, touch on Houston after? Yeah. Um, yes, well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about the negatives first. The Nets game yeah. was obviously very frustrating. I think what you saw was a Celtics team that had domination for three quarters. They knew they were better than them. And then they thought they could just coast because their talent would take them to the end and the comeback wouldn't happen. Karis yeah. LeVert got red hot and was burning everyone, including all NBA defender Marcus Smart. So Is he the greatest was, player in the NBA, in the East at least? Who, Karis LeVert? Yes. He looked like it for 10 minutes there, of course, right? <laughs> I mean, what, he ended with 51? 51. Like, why not? Career high? Let's play the Celtics, sure. Yeah. yeah it, seems, it seems like the Celtics always get the other, play, other team's career high. <laughs> and it's not like we're a bad defensive team. It just happens for some reason. Teams mm-hmm. hate Boston. They go off against us. Um, no, it was, it was a bad loss. I think it does show though, the Celtics have been leaning heavily on Jason Tatum mm-hmm. and he didn't play. And Tatum's usually kind of the, like the closeout game kind of guy when Kem- I mean, Kemba has been like in and out of the lineup and, and he was hurt last night. Yeah. yeah. He was on minute restrictions last night. So, I mean, can't really say Kemba take this game over cause he was playing like 22 minutes. And he was playing great. And he had a, he was playing very well. Last right. Night. Kemba was playing really well, but you know, the team, Seems like they're kind of leaning on Tatum a little bit, Tatum a little bit. So when they couldn't lean on Tatum, it shows. I mean, I think it's just a pot, another another indication that Tatum should be going towards. I know I know he's not going to be in the top five, but could be tor- leaning towards an MVP type candidate in the future because the team really does rely on him a ton on both offense and defense. Who are the guys in the NBA that are definitely above him in the MVP race? So I go the obvious with LeBron, Giannis, and. Like, you know, earlier in the season, I'd probably go Harden and Russ, too, just because they've been so good lately. Yeah. Um, so, I'd put those four for sure. But, like, early in the season, it was definitely, like, Doncic. And Doncic, whether it's been you – know, he, he definitely was hurt for a while. And, you know, obviously Tatum has missed some time, too. But also the Mavericks have fell to the seventh seed. You know, they're not the, you know, the four or five seed that they were early in the year. So, after those four, would you put Lillard? But Lillard's not even in the playoffs yet. Right. No, you can't go Lillard. I think – I think you have a conversation about Jimmy this. Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, Luka, Kawhi probably would be. No, Kawhi would be. Luka Doncic, 
he did the same thing last year where he started off the year red hot and looked like he was going to be the best player on earth for the next 10 years. And then like, I know he's been injured a bit this year, but I, I I don't know if the Euro league season goes shorter, but it's the second year in a row where he's kind of like, I'm not saying he's going to, he's falling off. He's just not putting up those (laughs) eye popping numbers towards the end of the season. Like kind of like last year. Yeah, no, the, the, I mean, and that's more than fair. But again, he, I mean, he's what twenty years old, and he's right. he has been dealing with with ankle injuries. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, so the Rockets guys, Kawhi, LeBron, I don't, AD, I don't, Giannis. I, I, I mean, Tatum's definitely top ten. I'd I'll say, give you MVP one voting. Rockets guy. Let you pick there, kind of, because I mean, Westbrook's been playing well, but it's only like he's been playing well for like a month. I mean, I guess you. Can no, say that's not true at all. He's been months. playing well for like three months, probably. Either way, he had a West- really tough. Once he stopped taking threes, he his efficiency right. has has been going up. Has been skyrocketing, and since they've gotten rid of Capella, yes. So yeah, I guess you say in the last month he has taken like an extra step, but he has been playing great for you know at minimum the beginning of like the calendar year. And I'd All say right, Mr. Rockets. Um, <laughs> Harden. I'll give you one of Harden or Westbrook for sure. I'll give you LeBron. I'll give you Giannis. I'll give you. Uh, I don't Kawhi. What does Kawhi play at half the games this year? I don't know if I want to. That's give not no no no. He's played him. No, that's not. It's simply not true. The Celtics have a better rec. Better. Why record do you hate the Clippers the, so much? The Celtics have a better record than the Clippers, I believe. Let's see. The Clippers are forty-two. <laughs> the Clippers have. They are one game better, or yeah. half a game better. One more win. One more. So they played win. more games than us. One more. Yeah. One more win. We we for some reason we don't play any games. Um, still, Kawhi's played forty-eight out of the sixty-one games. Okay, so that's not bad. All right, yeah, I'll put Kawhi and Tatum around the same. Honestly, oh no, no, no. The player <laughs> I have in front of both of them, Pascal Siakam, they have better Kawhi's, record. Than Celtics. Been better than Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam has a better record than the Celtics and the Clippers. So the Raptors do, and Pascal Siakam is averaging what? What is he? He's he's got to be averaging 26, 26 a game. He's averaging 23.7, and he's played two games more than Kawhi and has oh. seven less PER. Okay. Yep. Okay, we'll put Kawhi ahead of him. <laughs> All right. Thank I, you I for think, I think, Thank you for I think Siakam, Jokic, and uh, Tatum are all, like, tied at the third at, – at that tier right behind those yeah. five players we named. And so is Doncic. I don't want to um, – I don't want to go – we'll get back to the Celtics, but you saw my text last night. Is it too early to call the um, the Nuggets frauds? No, I've been because I don't. Yeah, because I don't think that's a, exactly. I preface it by saying I don't think this is a hot take, but I'm officially ready to call them frauds. They, they lost. Frauds. They all sent home to the Warriors last night. Right, without Steph Curry. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that. Yeah, it's a kid. <laughs> Despite the rumors, he was going to be back last Sunday. He did not play. Yeah, I don't, the the Denver Nuggets are frauds. They they don't have like that like takeover score. Jokic is not a takeover score. He's just yeah. like a great contributor to the game from all aspects. And then Jamal Murray can get hot, but he's not like Oh not yeah, like, he's not oh, someone no you want to rely him. on. Right. You know what one of the worst contracts in the NBA is? Gary Harris, gotta be. Gary Harris contract. Right. He is, it, let me let me bring up exactly what it is. It's four years, $84 million and he's getting like he's getting less minutes than or basically he's not like even closing out the game for them. Right, Bart is getting more minutes. For some reason, they thought trading Malik Beasley was the right move. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And now he's been killing it in Minnesota. Way better than Gary Harris, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And second, I think the only way the Denver Nuggets become championship contenders ever is when Michael Porter Jr. reaches the ceiling, if that ever happens. Like, that's, will, that's what will unlock a championship mm-hmm. for them. 
what's ever happened? What happened to Michael Porter Jr.? There's a huge – I remember we talked about it probably like two months ago where he was playing like, I don't know, 15 minutes a game but putting up like 12 points, three rebounds, and a couple assists and a block in, in 12 minutes. Yeah, they're just, they're just restricting his minutes. They're t- taking him slow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, think they're gonna. I think they're gonna unleash him in the playoffs. And if they do, and he plays great, then they can go anywhere. I mean that that'd be a hell of a time just throw him out of that kind of atmosphere. I mean, to if, play he unle- if they unleash him and he goes for twenty three a game and it just goes nuts, then I mean, who knows? Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I don't so. see it. Um, where are we? <laughs> we're we talking were talking about the Celtics being bad. <laughs> okay. Um, no, oh, well, okay, they're not bad. That was yes, an awful loss, Brad. They're leaning was, on Tatum. Brad's. Uh, Post game interview was hilarious. He basically was shitting on them, saying, uh, "Yeah, that's one you gotta have." <laughs> that one got chuckle out of me. But you know, Kevin was on a minutes restriction. Gordon Hayward, um, Jalen injury in overtime. He's not playing tonight. Smart fouled out in overtime. Just a comedy of errors towards the end of that game. Marcus and Smart. Let- oh yeah, yeah. Smart fouled out. Yeah, yeah. Can I can I go on about Smart? He pissed me off a little bit there. His foul at the end of the game was one of the worst fouls I've ever seen in an NBA Literally, game. Why is what are you doing? To, Robert Williams played better team? defense than up. Robert Williams played better perimeter defense on Karis LeVert than Marcus Smart did. Robert so, Williams and Daniel Tice were both standing in front of him with their hands straight up. He wasn't even getting the shot up over him. Yeah. Like, okay, here's, here's – I think this might be on Celtics fans and the Celtics fan base as a whole. The Celtics constantly gas up Marcus Smart's like, oh, last minute – Marcus Smart type play, game-winning play is amazing. Like, he's like the heartbeat of the team, which I do all the time. I'm guilty of that. That goes to his head, and he tries pulling off shit like this, and he costs us games sometimes. And mm-hmm. We just got to get that out there. Is that fair? Yeah. No, I – he's a hucker. There's he no loves... reason for him to reach. Yeah, no, I'm – it's so tough because – especially, like, to our non-Celtics fan listeners – Hey, which, which I know that no, a, a lot there, there are plenty of non-Celtics fan listeners that we have. They must be co- so confused as to just how we approach Marcus Smart because to like the to the to a fan of let's say the Cavs or a fan of the Bucks, they don't understand what he brings and it is intensity every game. But yeah, we do have to deal with him, you know, feeling himself and like thinking he has a hot hand and really he just made one out of his last two shots. So he just keeps like I don't know. It's it's really polarizing, and I'm a guy. I'm a, I'm a Marcus Smart converter. I used to despise him probably about it's about two years ago, probably twenty eight or like twenty seventeen. Yep. Two years ago, I yeah, I would I would always just be like, you know, what is this? I understand like the energy, but basically just his lack of productivity productivity on offense just negates any like positive he, he brings on the defensive end especially with the shooting, but since, since then he's become a, like a terrific playmaker and his shooting's gotten, you know, statistically much better. His pass so, is incredible. Oh yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a young game changer. Like his Instagram. Yeah. Name is. I don't know. So he's, he's good. Um, I, I, I know, am, but it, no, he's not, he's not the guy that you want. Obviously he's not the guy you want the ball in his hands at the end of the game. Right. Which he goes without saying, but he just, oh, that I can't believe he made that foul. How do you fucking put your hands in there? Right. Um, I think that's on him. There's something else I need to address because I think it's really important. Kemba Walker and Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum have both kind of taken over games this year and like closed the games out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Jalen's kind of in that support role mm-hmm. and so is Gordon Hayward, but last night's like a perfect night for one of them to kind of 
just be like, hey, we're playing a shit team. Let's just go off and like be like, hey, we're yeah. also we can also be superstars when we want to. They all look pretty overwhelmed, especially Jalen towards the end of it. He, right, like he had, he I had just a tough fourth quarter. I know he he's I I get what he is, and he's the two to Tatum. If no one sees that, I still don't know how. He just he like dis he disappears for a while during games. Like you know what you know what I mean by that? No, and he did. I mean, and he does the team in scoring last night, and he shot well. You know, seven of 16, three and a half of three, couple of five of seven from the free throw line. But no, 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 he definitely disappeared, especially in the fourth quarter when they were going on that run, and he was guarding Karis Levert a lot too, which is a which is not great. So like I don't know, he kind of was getting burnt on defense and. You know, not yeah. Again, he wasn't being the playmaker or early shooting as much as I would have preferred him to. Like for you, instance, Kemba, ahead, Kemba, pl- Kemba played twelve less minutes, took three more threes. I mean, obviously, you want Kemba shooting a lot of threes, but you don't want him shooting three more than Jalen did when he plays twelve less minutes. Smart played the same amount of minutes as Jalen. Shot fourteen threes to Jalen's nine. That's just that that just shouldn't that just shouldn't be happening. Smart took fourteen threes. He always seems to take fifteen to four, like I fourteen, fifteen threes. I don't know. I okay. Jalen Brown, I like he he does this thing like like you had said, like he kind of like comes and goes into the games. But I swear we'll have like a nine minute stretch where like Tatum and Kemba are out of the game. Yeah, he's and the best player like, on the court. He's yeah. on the court and he'll look like the best player on the court. Then all of a sudden, like four minutes will go by, the other team will be on like a 10 0 run. And I'm like, why hasn't Jalen touched the ball in like three minutes? He's just standing in the corner. Like mm-hmm. he needs to be more assertive sometimes and just go to the hoop. At the Definitely. same time. Brad Stevens, he's been doing his thing this year where he staggers the minutes. So, like, people say we don't have a bench and we don't have bench scoring. I think the issue that people see – I think the things that people see are not always true in the stats because, like, our bench is players who kind of come in and just play their role. But we stagger our starters. So, like, Smart is on the court at the same time as Hayward and Brown usually when Kemba and Tatum rest. And then we take those three out and put Kemba and Tatum in with a bunch of role players around them. So it's really never our bench guys taking the shots. It's always the starters taking the shots, playing in support roles. So even though we don't have a bench, we have five dominant or six dominant starters that take all the shots, which which is just as good as having a deep bench, I guess you could say. Uh yeah, I guess you could say I I don't know. I um I think that I've been having a really tough time to figure out when everybody's healthy, who's the sixth man that doesn't start? Because you have, you know, Tatum's starting, Kemba's starting, um, Jalen starting and Tice is starting. So it's really Hayward or Smart. And I have a tough time deciding who fits best with those four, but then also who I would rather lead the second unit. And I see right. severe negatives with having both of Hayward and Smart leading the second unit. Um, Smart. But they don't, should, though. That's a thing. Like they, I know, I know. But hold on. What I, I think, like, I think that if Smart led the second unit, he would not. He, he, he wouldn't have, obviously, the, uh, you know, the correct people to, to pass to. I think, so I think he'd take too many shots. And then I think Hayward needs good players around him because he can't get space away from any good defender, so he needs a poor defender on him. Is that – I don't know. Right. So, yeah. I, I think you're mean? overlooking that because I still do think Hayward can get open. I, I just, I don't I just know, don't think I don't the Celtics – I don't think the Celtics ever have a time where, like, one of – obviously, like, tonight and last night when players are hurt, but when they're fully healthy – there's never going to be a time where two like good scores aren't are not on the court together. So it's always going to be happening. At the same time, I don't think it. What we what we always talk about who starts the game. We should look at more who's the closing five yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know that that Matt like do we want to have Smart or Hayward at the on the court at the end of the game because 
Hayward has been kind of choking games lately, missing layups. Like maybe have Smart on the court and Tice instead of Hayward at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that'll all just be a matchups thing. So right, you know, it's not really something that has to be set in stone. Because yeah, again, I think it will. You know, at the end of it, be a matchup thing. But again, what was the uh, what was the uh, Hayward tweet that you were angry about last night? Was it from Jimmy Stewart ninety eight five? He he called it the most. He called it like the worst contract in Celtics history or something along those lines. We'll, we'll like, actually, we'll touch on that. I have a question regarding that earlier, so we can, uh, we, can we can go back to that. Um, but I don't know. So, Let's realistically, oh, yeah, exactly. I think I was just about to say, I think we are, that was an anomaly of a game. That was, yes, a horrific loss. But I think that if we were recording tomorrow after, like, this fucking G League team we put out today, smacks the Cavs we'll be talking about it a lot differently I mean hopefully what are we we're on the are we in Cleveland or are we on, yeah we're in Cleveland right yeah we're in yeah, Cleveland yeah. So that's a back-to-back Mar- Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum are both playing it's not a back-to-back for Jason um although yeah. he might be feeling like he's playing a back-to-back because yesterday was his birthday he's probably out drinking all day um <laughs> I will say the Celtics going there Smart and Tatum are both playing I don't know who on the who on Cleveland's gonna guard Tatum so I could see Tatum having a big night. Um, Smart can also go for 25, 30 points sometimes, so that's positive. Daniel Tyson. How many threes do you think Smart's going to take today? 18. I'm gonna, yeah, I was, I was not joking. I was going to say 16 and a half. <laughs> Sounds about right. So, like, you, you know Smart and Tatum are going to take the shots tonight. I think, honestly, Tatum's never scored 50 before. I would not be shocked if this is the first time it happens. Um, Daniel Celtics Tyson. only minus four tonight. Ooh. That's Celtics? Kinda, yeah. That's- yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't chance it with what I saw ah, last enough. night. Yeah. Either. Either way, they. I think it's a kind of a prove it game for some of those guys that are on the bench. So like, you can see players like can't. Like tonight's a great matchup for Cantor because he's playing against Andre Drummond. So like, that's a clear guy for Cantor to defend. So I wouldn't be shocked if Brad Stevens started Cantor next to Tice because they're going to start loving Drummond. So why not start like Tice and Cantor? I wouldn't be shocked to see him do that. But tonight might be a big night for Cantor to get buckets. Um. Something you saw in the preseason, Carson Edwards had a ton of points against, guess who, guess where, the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. Well, guess what? During the regular season, early in the year, Carson Edwards, 19 points in Cleveland. It's a trend. I'm telling you, I, have, I'm not, I would not be shocked if Carson Edwards is a big night. So uh, I think talking about Cantor is a good transition to uh, the Rockets game because Cantor played zero minutes. And it is just hilarious how Rockets games are unlike – they're unlike playing against any other team in the NBA. It just it doesn't look like normal NBA basketball. It's so small. It forces oh, the head coach of the opposing team to you know get out of their comfort comfort zone, play different lineups that they've never played before. And I don't know. What are your main takeaways from that game? Basically, basically what I took away is that Westbrook is is Westbrook playing the best stretch of basketball of his career? Yes. He had forty one on sixteen of twenty seven shooting. Just getting into the paint absolutely at will. Even smart. Like, when I think of who in the NBA would pro- – like, besides Kawhi Leonard, would be the best person to guard um, Russ just in terms of, you know, catching up with you know, size, speed, on-ball defending. I would say Marcus Smart's at least in the top three. He was getting burned by Russ. Yeah, <laughs> Russ is. He, but, yeah. But main, to- main takeaway is Russ on the best stretch of his career. Um but yeah, the, we couldn't really figure out defense on uh, for them the whole time. But in the end, I think the Celtics played a really tight game against one of the best teams. Oh, did I just say that on accident? 
No, they I are. They, they are one of the best teams. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are. They are one of the best teams. Are you ready to uh, say they're a title contender yet? I, I, <sighs> title contender is such a tough word. They are. They're. They're there. They. They are going to mess up the battle of L.A. They're going to do. I don't it. think they can beat either of the L.A. teams or the Bucks. I don't. But that's the, the thing. Bu- like, do I do I consider the Celtics a title contender? Yes. How how could you not consider the Celtics a title contender? I know. The way they're playing. Well, I guess right it's now. the East. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Besides Sorry. yesterday. You're right. You're um, right. Okay. Here's my thing with the Rockets. They're going. They make other teams play like their brand of basketball, and that's a clear identity that they have, and that's an issue for other teams. I think they're going to give either of the LA teams trouble. I think they'll give the Lakers more trouble than they will give the Clippers because the Clippers can just go small against them and be just as good. With the Lakers, I guess they could run LeBron at the five, but that means AD off the court. I don't know. That's not going to happen. <laughs> right. I just, I just think no matter what the Rockets do, they're going to get the space they want. I, I think they're going to they're going to bring one of those teams to seven games at the very least, in my opinion. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, you broke up there. What'd you say? They're going to bring one of those teams to seven games, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's not a hot take. And I, I don't know. I think the Rockets can do it. I think the Celtics – like, the Celtics lost this game to the Rockets, and I kept stepping back and saying, like, we, we lost again. Like, we're just – we lose these close games every time. Like, we're just not there yet. And then I look at the roster, I'm like, oh, yeah, our all-NBA point guard wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's the difference of Kemba Walker's in that game putting in 25 points instead of Brad Wanamaker playing, like, 30 minutes? I mean <laughs> – I, I don't think Wanamaker played 30, but I get what you're a saying. a lot of minutes. He played 15. He played 13. <laughs> okay. he Maybe was, it was the game of the Lakers game where Wanamaker played a ton yeah, of Yeah, he did. And he played a lot last night, too, obviously. Yeah. With all the so when, when Kemba's healthy on the floor, which we hope he is in the playoffs, when Tatum's there, Brown's there, Hayward, Smart, Tice, and then goes from there, we're going to run probably an eight-man rotation. I think the Celtics can beat anybody. Same with the Rockets. I th- like I said, it goes back to me saying there's five title contenders. I think that's very interesting what you say with shortening like the rotations. Because the, that's, like, the main thing the Rockets do in the regular season is make teams shorten their rotations and only play. Like, the Celtics only played nine guys against the Rockets where they played – hold on. I, I think they played 11 last night. Give me a second. I just want to – yeah, so they played nine against the Rockets, and the Celtics played – oh, God, no, they played – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They played 13. Wait, wait. Yeah, that's Celtics typically by 13 guys. Oh, which, but, um, but yeah, exactly. So sorry, I kind of got, got sidetracked. That's the same thing the Bucks do, though. Like the Bucks play a ton of guys. Uh, yeah, but, but I, I, so the Rockets force you to shorten up your, um, your rotations. But mainly what I was trying to say is that something that we touched on the beginning of the season before we knew what the Rockets were going to do is that we said the Rockets are going to be an extremely, extremely good regular season team, you know, just because Harden and Westbrook are such dogs. And now I think we might be – and then we said that, you know, they, they're probably, you know, fan out in the playoffs. But we might have been right for the wrong reasons just because right. they're playing, like, playoff caliber or playoff style basketball in, like, in the regular season by forcing teams to shorten the rotation. Whereas once you get to the playoffs, everyone plays, you know, eight, nine guys max. So that's just going to be, like, the norm. Whereas, you know, what are the Rockets going to do? I don't know. The Rockets don't really have, like, an extra gear to shift to. They're still going to have just, like, you know, the eight, yeah. nine guys they have. Which, that's, which is, that's why I don't think like, – everyone's, like, basically been saying lately, the Celtics need more bench. I'm like, no, they don't because they're just going to shorten the rotation. So, like, the last person that's going to play is Grant Williams. They need to be healthy. They need a, right. they need a, they need a bigger bench if their guys aren't going to be – you know, if um, 
you know, if, if, if Hayward's going to miss time, if Kemba's going to miss more time, yes, and we need more bench. But, no, if we, we have plenty of guys if, you know, if they're playing. Right, and you know if we – with our top six, we know who they are. And then you play a guy like probably Grant and Grant Williams and Enos Cantor, that's your eight. You roll that eight and maybe Time Lord, but that's like nine guys max. And I don't see how much worse that bench is than like Milwaukee bringing off their eighth or ninth being like Pat Connington. Like what's the difference? And in the end, the eighth or ninth guy isn't the guy that wins you the championship. I think that's the most important. Right. Part. He can maybe win you one game in a series, but like, mm-hmm. like by like coming in and giving good minutes. I, I just, yeah. that's a whole other story for another time. But yeah, that game was in the end. I came away. So, you know, I, it was, you know, I was at the bar having drinks with my friends, watching setting game. They lost, but I didn't feel terrible about it. Obviously, you know, you want Celtics to win the, you know, the prime time Saturday night ABC game like that. But in the end, Same, I came and that, away. It was a pretty bad game from Tatum too. Without yeah, Kemba, shooting wise, he got to the right line right. a lot, but yeah, he 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 shot very poorly. Right, but he did, he did get the line fourteen times, and you know, he did, he was playing some good defense on uh, on on uh, Harden. Did you happen to listen – real quick right here. Did you happen to hear uh, Kevin O'Connor, what he said about Tatum the other day, yesterday? No, I, I don't really listen to that podcast so much. Ke- Kevin O'Connor, great, uh, great NBA uh, guy. He was yeah. talking about Tatum and, like, basically the in-change – the in-season change that he made that's, like, basically had him take off. So, Tatum's trainer, Drew Hanlon, he's a um, – Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, he's been with Tatum since he's very young. Um, and Brad Bale is – that's also – Hanlon's also his trainer. They were watching how Bradley Bale and James Harden, when they are driving to the hoop, they how they how they pick the ball up, then initiate contact. Where Tatum was initiating contact, then bringing the ball up, and that's why Tatum mm-hmm. was losing the ball so much. Mm-hmm. So Hamlin saw that after watching like a ton of film, and he like basically brought Tatum into like a like a, into the lab and started having him test it out during games. And Tatum started like bringing the ball, like gathering the ball, and then taking the contact. And that was, like, getting him to the line and getting him, like, right to the hoop way more. And that's been the big change. Like, they have seen and Drew Hanlon went out publicly and said that. And it's, like, that's been the crazy change that Tatum has made. Mm-hmm. Remember earlier in the year how, how we talked about his hands are so small? Oh, yeah. Like, that feels like a year ago. Like, I haven't seen that happen <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. It is, I still do get a chuckle when it does happen every, every uh, once, maybe right. once a game. It's still a good chuckle. <laughs> and, it's, and it's awesome to see that, like, little change has made oh, such yeah. a difference. Um, so I know we, we, we do touch on this every week, but you know, we're getting right to the end of the, uh, end of the regular season, getting towards the playoffs. Let's just talk about what teams, obviously the nets is who you want or or the magic, but it looks like it's going to be the nets in the seventh seed is who we want the Celtics to play in the first round. If we do fall to that three seed, what team do you want to play the most? What team do you want to play the least? I want to play the Pacers the most. Or the Heat the most, and then lastly, I would want to play the Sixers. I mean, okay, rank uh, rank them then. Rank them then. Uh, I Pacers, the, Heat, Sixers Pacers first, Heat second, Sixers third. But it depends if Ben Simmons isn't playing, I want the Sixers right away. Oh yeah, that that is true. If if Simmons does come back, I would have the I would have the Heat and the Pacers flipped. I don't. I think the Pacers. Again, this is me. Just probably like. And and the and the Heat were struggling for a while. They have won three in a row. The Pacers have also won four in a row. Right now, also, it's looking like yeah. What's up? We, we you're right. We own the Heat though too. Like we do own the Heat. I just and if, especially if we have home court. Right now, the Heat are twenty six and four at home and thirteen and eighteen away. So that and, and that's the same thing with the. Uh, wow, th- I'm looking at this right now. Turns out teams are much better on the uh, at home <laughs> on the road, but the. Uh, 
Pacers are 21 and 10 at home, 16 and 14 away, which is a more normal split. And then everyone knows about the Sixers, 28 and 2 at home and 9 and 23 on the road. So I do feel quite confident that we'd, we'd be probably like, I don't know, like minus 200 in a series against any of these teams. Maybe a little less against a healthy Sixers team, maybe like minus 140 against a Sixers team. But the one thing about the Heat is I don't know who guards Bam Adebayo. And I do Tyson's think been balling. In well, that well, like what I was gonna say is that even if we, even if he does, you know, even if he is able to push around Tice, we haven't seen Bam, you know, playing a playoff series, and you never know what a guy's first, uh, you know, first sin out there is gonna be like. And I think Brad could figure that out. He's a pretty, pretty smart guy in a ser- in a seven game series. And I do think that Butler would give Tatum a lot of trouble. But then I also think Tatum would give Butler a lot of trouble in their hand, or Smart would give Butler a lot of trouble, or or you know, uh, or or Brown would give uh, Butler a lot of trouble. I think we do match up well against them, and as long as Bam doesn't kill us, I am really not worried about the Heat. So my order of preference goes Heat, then um, Heat, the Heat, then Pacers, then Sixers, just because even without Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid is is uh, he tends to be a pretty good basketball player, and we don't right. have Al Horford to tire him out. Yeah, and I just don't want to I, see I Al do... Horford. That, that was, I don't know, a little revenge factor would scare me, even though he fucking left us. I think it would kind of be, a, yeah, we'd want, we, we'd want that one more than he would, I think. Yeah, or um, he'd be scared a little. Right. I think there's a little bit of a factor where the Celtics going into this postseason where no team, I think besides the Clippers, can throw as many wins at a team like us, like a, like a team can like we do. So, like, basically Boston having – I mean, so what you put, like you said, Jimmy Butler guards Tatum. All right, then who do you really have on guys like Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Marcus Smart, Kemba Walker? Like you're looking at like Iguodala, Jay Crowder, like Fucking Iguodala, Duncan Robinson. Like the Celtics would burn them that way. Yeah, yeah, and I so think we're just far too athletic for them. Right, and that's that's how I continuously feel about the Bucks. Where like after Giannis and like sometimes Middleton has been great this year. I we don't talk He's about incredible. that enough. Yeah, he's incredible. But constantly, he's in the a post-season. perfect two guy. Besides right. Paul George, <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I know. I'm joking. Keep going. I don't think he's good enough to be. A, I don't think Milton's good enough to be a two guy in a championship team. Well, even if your number one is fucking Giannis. Yeah, he just goes cold. <laughs> like the other night, they played the Heat. Giannis had 13 points. What did Middleton do? He had like eight. Like yep. I feel like Gian, I feel like Middleton goes as Giannis goes, and if Giannis is off, Middleton is not like. I don't know. And, that, yeah, and yeah. that's in a seven game series. I have questions about the team, especially when, you know, a Jay, like when they're going to have to guard a Jalen, a Hayward, a Smart, Kemba, like who's guarding those guys? They don't have – they also don't have the wings. They also have Giannis Antetokounmpo. So I do think the Celtics do match up against them pretty decently. I think the scariest team for me is a healthy Sixers team, if I'm a Celtics fan. Yeah, because I do think that they – because I do think that a healthy Sixers team is, is up there in that t- – I know that this is kind of contradictory to the way they've played all year, but – I think they're in that tier with the Celtics and the Raptors, whereas the other two I've always seen as a tier below. The main reason I want to play the Heat is because unlike um, the unlike the Pacers and I guess Kemba wouldn't be guarding Ben Simmons, but Kemba would kind of be just like by far the shortest guy in, in like a Sixers series unless because Shake Milton isn't even that small, and that guy might just be the second coming to Michael Jordan too. Yeah. But the Heat don't really have anyone to expose Kemba's defense. So, you know, he'd be able to get his buckets on offense. And, you know, I think that he'd be able to you know, guard Goran Dragic or keep up with 
Kedrick Nunn or even Tyler Harrow. Like, I, I wouldn't be too worried about whoever – because I, honestly, I, I think I'm more afraid of Shake Millen if Kemba has a guard Shake than, uh, than any of those three guys I just named. I also so I think, think Kemba Walker's – I don't think Kemba's defense is as bad as you think it is. I don't think right. it's that bad, but he's, he's fucking 5'11". He's like that. Right. Your mic. I don't know. Your mic. He, he has been – like he's taken like I think like top five in charges this season. He's, he's been really good on defense. I don't know. I, I know he's short, but he's been playing some stout defense this year. Sure, sure. I don't I, know. I, I, you're right. I do, I do think the Sixers have a problem on offense, though, so that's a whole other story. Um. I would, I would like to, see, I would like to see what would happen in that matchup, though. Let's say we're the three seed, the Raptors are the two seed. What happens? Um, they play each other. They play each other. Yeah, I, I think the Celtics win that. I just, I just don't think the Raptors have enough talent. They have, they have like the dogs that play hard. I just don't think they have the talent overall. You think they're similar to like what we, what I just said about the Rockets, maybe, or the or the Nuggets, or the Nuggets of the East? Yeah. Did I say that last week? I think I said that last week. I, w- I would say they're like a Nuggets ish team, but I also kind of think like, remember a few years ago, like the Celtics, the IT team, mm-hmm. like they had like they had a great coach. That, I like, think this Raptors team is much better than that Celtics team. Dude, I I don't I think this Raptors team is. Foolish oh, I don't know. I think that's a pretty bad take. They have a ceiling, dude. They have a ceiling that like is not as high as a lot of these other teams. I know, but I, I'm I'm not comparing them to these. I'm not comparing. I don't think I think that they are better than that. That one seed Celtics in the IT team. Who who wins the series? The the Heat or the Raptors? Uh the Raptors. I but I'm but don't ask me because I'm, I'm just not the biggest Heat guy. I I think that's close. Yeah, yeah. I also I, think I a series with the Sixers and Pacers against the Raptors is also really close. I think well, I think Celtics, the two. I think the two through six seeds. Even though we do think the Celtics and the Raptors are a tier above. The other three, I do think that in the end, I think any of those teams can be any of those teams. Right. I think any of the top six teams in the East, besides maybe the Pacers beating the Bucks, can beat each other. Um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I do not think that he can beat the Celtics, by the way. We, they are, we are a mismatch against them. But I do think the – I do think I that think the, the Bucks. I don't think – I think only the Raptors or the Celtics can beat the Bucks. Or, the, or a healthy Sixers. Dude, no, I, don't think they're, I don't even think the Raptors can. I think only – a healthy Celtics or a healthy Sixers can beat them. I got to give you credit. You For a, a couple of podcasts ago, you were talking about Bam Adebayo guarding Giannis. The, the numbers of Bam guarding Giannis this year are incredible. Bam has locked Giannis down. Ooh, yeah. Let me, uh, let he had me 13 points the other night. Yeah, I mean, Bam had him on lock. Yes, well, they didn't lose, though. They did, the, the Heat still lost, though. No, the Heat won that game by, like, 18. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm on the Raptors page. My bad. Yeah, the Heat yeah, are, yeah, the, what? Three are two and zero against them this year. The Heat have been yeah, in the, yeah, they are. And the Bucks have a minus nine net, uh, net rating against the Heat. Interesting, interesting. So I don't know. It's kind of a mismatch. Ooh, the Raptors have lost to the Heat twice in the two games they played. Maybe the Heat are the, just the best team in the NBA. I, I think I think the Heat <laughs> could beat anyone but the Celtics. I'm getting confused about who we're. Even, I have way too many tabs open on my computer. Right, the, the, the Heat and Celt- the, the East is a basically what we're, we're saying. We've been talking in a circle for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, we, I think that this podcast is a solid like personification of what's of what like the the the, the top six seeds in the East are. Just a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of talking around in circles. Absolutely, and it's I'm I'm all here for it. Yeah, it's going to be a very fun playoffs. Okay, so that's the magic questions. Let me hear it. Gun to the head right now, finals matchup. Uh, Bucks Lakers, the two one seeds. Very okay. boring. 
Yep. Celtics Clippers. All right. All right. I um wait, wait, wait. Celtics Celt- Lakers would Celtics Lakers would be my would be my second choice. Uh, you know what? My second choice is Celtics Rockets. <laughs> I'm sure it is your second choice. <laughs> I, 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 I the Celtics. Why, are wait, why don't what don't you like about the Lakers? The Lakers are your third team to make yeah. out of the fucking West. Just, yes, they are. You, they I'm just just wait. They've been the best. They've been the second best team in the NBA all year. Dude, when LeBron's off the court, they could not operate correctly. LeBron will be on the court. What are you talking about? You, what, you think he's going to play the whole game? Squid. I mean, he, he doesn't play the whole game now, and they're 47 and 13. Right. We'll have to let it play out. We'll, we'll see. He's, already, Squid, he's playing 35. Squid. Lakers I ain't guess. winning the title. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Kobe is rolling in his grave right now. He, the Lakers are not winning the title. I, I don't see it. Because, because they're overrated, when LeBron, man. Why? They they are they're over they're overrated. Why? <laughs> okay, when it, you see what Anthony Davis does when he leads a team, he's not the leader of this team. LeBron James is. Well, guess what? LeBron James is what thirty five years old. Great, he's still gonna play great. He's having like the second best great. year of his career. And sorry, he's sorry. Gonna, he's gonna get to the playoffs. He's gonna play a ton of minutes, and there's gonna be a point in the playoffs where Anthony Davis is going to take over games. In some games he will, some games he won't, and I think they're, they're gonna lose to either the Clippers or Rockets. I don't think All the right. Lakers are getting – I don't know. I just don't think they're getting out of the West. Maybe, know, I'm comple- maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm putting too much stock into, a, into Paul George, who's a guy that I absolutely hate. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You just were talking so much shit about Kawhi. Yeah, but the, the last the, episode – The Clippers are for- so deep, and the Lakers aren't. I don't, oh, okay. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's hope we get there. I, I really want – because right now the, the Clippers are surging. They're up to the two seed. Which is good because I don't want to waste the Battle of LA in the second round. I do want it as a conference finals. Right. Right now the Clippers are getting the Nuggets in the second round where the Lakers are getting the Rockets. So Right. That That's, could that yo, know, that could be really the third work. round they're getting the Celtics. Fourth round. Sorry, yeah. So they're gonna get three <laughs> tough yeah, they're not winning the finals. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, we'll see. Um That's for later. That is for later. What else do I have on the Celtics? We, uh, I don't have any, anything else on the Celtics. The last question is, do you have a chance to beat the Bucs? And obviously, yes. Um, I, all right. I want to touch, lastly, upon last week's road trip. The Celtics had a game in Portland without Kemba. Went in there. They, I know Dame wasn't playing, but they still had CJ. And it, it, it was the rest of their team. Celtics <laughs> took care of them. Next night, back-to-back, went to Utah in that oh, elevation there. I said that before. Right? No, I said, yeah. I said I that before we started. started. Those, are, those are two great wins. They went on a great, great run, so don't let last night or Houston's last Saturday t- like make you think differently about this team. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. I think we, yeah, we were freaking out and being negative about the Nets game, but in the end, that was just a you know an outlier in a bad game. It happens. A bad night for America in general, but um, very bad night for America. Let's uh, <laughs> let's you know let's. Sorry, I just had a Joe Biden moment myself. Couldn't remember what I was talking about. But let's talk about – I just have a few questions to end the pod. Um, so this is a question that's been jumping around. The, 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 these are all taken from Twitter, all topics that were either on you know, Simmons podcast or mixtape with Coley and Tyler or, or questions I saw on Twitter. And I thought these were really good questions, so I want to get your opinion on it. This one's the easy. This one I think is the easiest one, but for some reason it's getting a lot of fucking people are you know talking about it on Twitter. Who's the MVP, LeBron or Giannis? Giannis. Yeah, it, and again, I am. I'm not even joking. 
I'm the biggest LeBron fan you'll ever find in your life. He is. I really am. And LeBron is having an incredible season. He is comfortably second in the NBA. Giannis is he, – he should be, like, the unanimous. He's on one of the best teams of all time from, like, a net rating perspective. And also, you know, if you watch any fucking basketball, he plays, like, 28 minutes a game and averages, like, 27 and 14 or probably more than that. Let me get up his actual stats. What is it, because like they are bon- nine and twelve. He has the highest PER in NBA history. He's averaging twenty nine point six, eleven and a half. Or sorry, twenty nine point six, thirteen point eight, and almost six assists a game, while also being possibly the defensive player of the year. Yes, I love LeBron, but God damn it, Giannis is the best player in basketball. Or Giannis really, is sorry. the MVP. He's the MVP of the, of the season. He's he's the MVP of the regular season. He will not be the MVP Correct. of the playoffs. <laughs> Um, are you, did you back away from your mic a little bit? Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. This this question is honestly, oh man, I really didn't like this question because made me choose between two of my like my darling baby boys, and it is very tough. You're starting a franchise right now, Squid. Do you know the two players you want to ask you? You're gonna ask like probably like Zion versus Luca. Yeah, Zion versus Luca. Oh. Dude, oh. right? Dude, right? <laughs> I choose. I choose death. I choose death too. Um, can I have them both? Yes, I think. Because <laughs> I think I'd say probably sixty forty would say Luca. I take Zion. Or I think it might be more than sixty forty, but that's because we've seen so much of Luca. Or sorry, not 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 so much. He's obviously in his. You know, he's played probably a combined hundred games. No, probably more than that. Probably like one twenty. Um, where we've seen Zion for what 15, 20. So I think I'm, uh, the, the public would say Luca, and especially because like the position of wing compared to whatever fucking position Zion plays, no one really every knows. position. Yeah, he plays every position. And um, neither of them are have been particularly great on defense, but I think Zion obviously has the far higher ceiling on defense. But I think like so, it's really playmaking versus defense, and also like shooting versus just straight up bully ball they are really like contrast of styles and i think it's probably the best question in the nba right now is who you'd rather start with can i give him a reasoning for zion and that is i'd um, I'd, I'd, for the record i'd I'd go zion too right i get why people would take luca he's a he's a creator at the same time i think luca like with his athleticism and like basically his creation i think he might be more like he, his ceiling's not as high as Zion's. Zion, I mean, Zion can. He's Zion's also an incredible passer. Right. Zion's a great passer. He's going to eventually like learn how to sh- like be like a high level shooter like LeBron eventually did. Cause I think yeah. I would say he's right around the same level that LeBron was entering. The I think league. that's a great comparison. And honestly, that's one I haven't heard yet. So props to you. Right, like I think he's around that level shooting threes. Like he's not like a bad bad shooter, but he's not a great shooter. Where like he's probably like a thirty three percent three point shooter. Right, and people want to make is, it I out think like is, he's what he, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least he takes them. Right, he and he doesn't, doesn't take LeBron, too much. He's pulling up from the logo and hitting threes. Like God, LeBron's incredible. I think I do think eventually Zion's gonna fit, like become a good shooter. He's gonna become a point forward like LeBron, and he's gonna be uns. I think LeBron, like Zion's the next like guy in this league, and I think Luca might always be the kind of like guy getting getting the L's in the conference finals to Zion. Mm-hmm. 
So the best I mean, part about all this is that Giannis is still like 25 or just turned 25 years old. So he's just going to be right there this whole time too. Um, right. And then you got guys like Tatum and Trey Young and Ben Simmons yeah. sitting around. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put Trey Young in there. But. No, I, it's pretty <laughs> funny though. Like being a Celtics fan, it's amazing. Cause you, we talk about those two players and they're both in the Western conference and they're probably going to be for a long time. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then you hear All those right. rumors like Giannis wants to go to potentially Golden State eventually. But here's I, – I have seen those, but it like – because when are we – we're going to start seeing the twilight of Curry and Clay's. You know, obviously Draymond's already taking a fat drop off this year. Obviously that's because he doesn't have, you know, two Hall of Famers around him or three Hall of Famers around him anymore. But I, I, I don't think that Giannis, like, especially after next year – like him, like Curry might be, I don't know, just a great shooter. Not, not don't, like don't a great do ball. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> All I'm saying is I don't think it would be – it wouldn't be as crazy do as if – like it, obviously it wouldn't be KD joining the Warriors. also wouldn't be Kawhi. Like if Kawhi chose the Lakers this year instead of the Clippers, I don't think it would have been that drastic. Dude, Clay Thompson's what, 29 or 30 years old? Yeah, and Curry's like 31, 32, but okay, they're so also coming off a pretty major I, – I, I mean, Curry's injury really isn't that major. Broke it's, it's, yeah, but if they're just shooters, you're putting like the best player in the league around the two best shooters yeah. ever. <laughs> okay, it would be it would be very good. Long story. <laughs> yeah, Giannis just takes Draymond's role. Giannis just oh, starts man. driving down the lane. He gets triple team, kicks it out to a wide-open Clay Thompson 10 times a game. Oh, I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> Clay Thompson's never wide open, and he still hits like ten threes a game. Yeah, that's exaggerating. All right, but All right I'm who's for Clay Thompson to be like a thirty-three year old when he's done with the Warriors and just goes and joins like a like a Ray Allen role? I, I'd, yeah. I'd love that to happen in Boston. But I feel like he he has so many rings, so he wouldn't be like ring chasing like like Allen was doing at the right. End. But he's gonna go join a random team like eventually when that team breaks. I feel up. Like he's just gonna gonna go to Miami or Los yeah, Angeles. Sure. Wherever, wherever the best strip clubs and the you know the best women and the best weed. Wherever Steph and Clay end up at down the road at some point, they're gonna be fun to be like the fifth like person on the team just like shooting threes in the playoff series. I really miss watching those two play basketball. Me too. It, I really it really sucks. I really think that in the end we will all realize how much we took for granted watching Steph Curry play basketball. That guy is fucking incredible. Right, and I'm pumped for them next year. All right. Whose shooting star burned out the brightest? The Phoenix Suns start to this year. The Timberwolves start to this year, or Mike Bloomberg's presidential campaign? Oh, Bloomberg's campaign. He spent 500 mil. If you are a – if you support Mike Bloomberg, you can't listen to this podcast. You're yeah, a fucking we're ba- idiot. we're banning you. <laughs> you know, it's if, – you know, if you're a Republican that's like a never-Trumper and you support Bloomberg, you know what, sure, that, that's honestly – if you're a Democrat that thinks well, – whatever. Sorry, no, no politics, but I just, I just don't get it. He didn't have any. He didn't have a campaign. He just here's a bunch of money. But vote for me. Yeah, <laughs> he literally wasted one billion dollars running this campaign. Unreal. And he's gonna because like in like in like uh, private or like public spending, he spent. I think I think like the the number was like six hundred million. So you know that it was actually way higher than that. Like private backroom deals. What a and, and he's still just insanely rich. And it really doesn't even affect him in the slightest except his reputation is now ruined even though it wasn't really that great before bloomberg sayonara kiddo all right worst boxing sports contract of all time carl crawford david backus i had to look up 
bad Bruins contract, so I didn't know any. But I do remember people complaining about David Backus. David Backus, Carl Crawford, or Gordon Hayward? I'm going to go with none of the above. <laughs> do you Pablo have an Sandoval. answer? Pablo Sandoval, Rusny Castillo. Ooh, that's another good one. Really, just the Red Sox. But here's the thing. Again, and, I, and if you know me, you know I, I've had this take a lot. I don't give a fuck about bad contracts in baseball. There is no salary cap. Red Sox tickets will already be the most expensive tickets in the entire – in the league just because Fenway is so small and we actually have a good team. Um, so, I, do, I don't give a fuck about baseball contracts. Therefore, dude, I think Hayward's starting to creep up there, man. Dude, no. no. I'm rooting for him, but he's starting to creep up there, <laughs> you're, man. You're, you're a prisoner I'm of the moment. Root, I'm definitely not rooting for him. You're a prisoner of the moment right now because he got hurt. <laughs> no, he's – what are you talking about? He, okay. Let's look too much in the future when the this Celtics not are potentially in the NBA Finals and Gordon Hayward is just absolutely burning Dante against the Bucks, And the Celtics could potentially get a banner and Gordon Hayward could be a big part of that. You could not say he's one of the worst contracts in See, Squid, you're talking in maybes. I'm talking in facts that have happened the past three years. I, I don't think Gordon Hayward – Gordon Hayward's been fine this year. He's averaging 17 a game, like, with the best – You know what's not fine? Making $31 million a year. That's what's not fine. You know, what's, you know what is fine? Letting him realizing, hey, Tatum's probably an all top five NBA talent. Let's let him do that. I'll play a side role. Be passive. Score <laughs> when I need to. Average 17 a game. But so his best, time, his best talent – player on the team. So you're saying his best talent this year is letting – is knowing that Tatum, uh, sorry, Tatum's better than him. And that's yes, Kemba's doing the same thing. Kemba's being passive. But Ke- okay, whatever. Let's move on. Kemba's averaging four more points a game than Hayward. Like, what is Kemba averaging? Twenty-one. Hayward's averaging seventeen. It's not like he's scoring eight points a game. That's fine. If the, La- like- if, if the Lakers play the Rockets in the second round of playoffs, what do the Rockets do with Anthony Davis? What do the and uh, no play and and no play him off the court is not the correct answer. What do they do? Because no. because I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they, they run. Do. They run. Squid. Then Anthony Davis will score every single time. Right, but they can just shoot threes. Like, they literally can just shoot threes. That's what they do. What if they're not hitting them? What if they miss 27 in a row, like in game seven of the, 29, of the 2018 finals? That, that's a question West to come finals. later on. I, don't, I, really don't, I really think that that's the one team that the Rockets can't run into, and it looks like they, they're destined for a second-round matchup. What do the Lakers I, do with what do the Lakers do with Russell Westbrook and James Harden? Who guards them? Catavius Caldwell Pope and Kyle Kuzma? No thanks. First of all, Catavius Caldwell Pope has been playing really well lately. I think that he would honestly <laughs> <laughs> I well it depends on how much LeBron plays defense. Because I mean, you don't have to guard Robert Covington, you don't have to guard PJ Tucker. So you're gonna be able to get a lot of help defense on those two who just absolutely have to guard PJ. No, and and, and dude, and if Russell Westbrook is driving to the, you, you absolutely have to guard PJ Tucker. Fuck you. He shoots like forty <laughs> percent from the corner. I know you keep saying this, and I'm not gonna look up the stat, but I refuse <laughs> to believe you. If, I swear if Russell Westbrook, if Russell Westbrook is driving to the lane, do you not think that would you rather have anyone in the NBA besides Rudy Gobert? In the actually, no, I'd rather have Davis in the paint besides Rudy Gobert Andrew because Westbrook just. Westbrook destroys Gobert. Anthony Davis is soft. God, I hate you so much. All right. Who are the all-NBA guards? The Locker, Doncic, Harden, Westbrook, and Lillard. So that's four. Wait, Doncic, Harden, Westbrook, and Lillard. That's four. Who are the other two all-NBA guards? Um, I think it's between players like uh, Donovan Mitchell, Kemba Walker. Um, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. And 
Maybe like Trey Young. Trey, maybe. I don't know if you can give them that with how bad their team is. And same with Devin Booker. Well, but you put, but you can but you put Beal? I put well Beal's at least a nine. Like they're the nine at least. They're not all right, all right. Fifteen. And, I think it depends five. also what obviously there's the health concerns, but um what uh what position they put Ben Simmons at. Would you consider right. Chris Paul? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I, and also I think what position you consider Ben Simmons and what position you consider um uh Middleton. I think Middleton is definitely a three. I feel like I always see him as like listed as a two, but that just can't be true. Right. I think and then, and then uh Devin Booker too is up there. But okay, who's who your who your two calls? I I would me personally, I would put Chris Paul and Kemba Walker. Even with all the time Kemba missed. I think that if Kemba stays healthy, yes, that's that's his to lose if he plays out the rest of the year. Uh, it depends on what you play as the rest of the year because none, none of I mean, maybe, maybe Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell instead of Kemba. I, I, I'll give one jazz player in that. I'm going to give Chris Paul. I'm going to give it to Chris Paul. And I would put Trey Young in, in front. And I'd put, put no. Young and Beal in front of, in front of Mitchell. Because I don't yeah. think that Mitchell's like Mitchell's, don't get me wrong, he's having a good year, but the Jazz are just something's wrong with that team. If the Celtics and, and the so the Celtics are currently at the three and the Jazz are at the five, that's the final standings. The Celtics get one player on the all team, and so do the Jazz. They do not get two. All right. All right. That's where I'll leave it. So I think if that was to happen, I think Tatum would get it over Kemba, and I think Mitchell, uh, Gobert would get it over Mitchell. I have another. Okay, this is the last question. We've, we've gone pretty long today. Rank these four players, and uh, it is very tough because they do not play the same position. They are very different in age, but to win a championship this year, and they're all healthy. We're all considering healthy. Rank these four. Zion, Beal, Tatum, and Towns. To win a title this year? Yeah. Okay. At four, so he said Zion, Bale, Tatum, Towns. At four, I would put because so in this sense, are they the best player on their team? Let's go. Oh man! Because if if it's best player on the team, I think it has let's, to be Tatum. Let's let, let's start off with best player of the team. Yeah. So I think in that case, it would have to be Tatum because he's shown the ability to win and take over. The other yeah. three have shown the ability to take over but not win. I would go Tatum, Zion, Towns, Beal. I agree, but if they're the second player, like playing next to Giannis or LeBron, I would probably put Bill first because he's just an off-ball. <laughs> like he'd be a great off-ball shooter. Yeah, and then Tatum. And Towns is just—he's had such a weird fucking year because, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm a Towns fan, so like I'm probably giving him too much credit, but you know, he's been—he's been missing time. The, the Wolves have sucked, but he's still just. One of the most prolific offensive big men in the history of the NBA, still. Right. Just, Have we seen we, him in D'Lo yet? No, we haven't. I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of points. Not too many. Not too many defensive stops, but plenty of goddamn points. Between them two and Beasley, they won thirty at least thirty games next year. All right. Yeah. I am. Uh, so what? What? So what's your four for just best player? So you doing that ranking? The I'm doing Tatum, Zion. Towns, Beal? Tatum, Zion, Beal, Towns. All right. Yeah, that's a tough question, but I think they're talking about that one on mixtape. And I was like, damn, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I think I would just, just take throw, Tatum. I, 
I mean, what? would the Terry's, would the Terry Tatum's been on you? I, I feel like the only answer I won there is Tatum. Yep. But All right. we'll see. All right. Maybe he goes for 20 points tonight and shoots eight for 30. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next week. Um, enjoy watching Javante Green and Brad Wanamaker play uh, 35 minutes tonight. Enjoy your basketball, Squid. I'll talk to you later. If you don't hear from me, it's because I just left the country. All righty. See you later. All righty.